<clears throat> what are you? What are you eating over there? Mouth noises. My cat. <laughs> my cat never You're finished your cat. <laughs> yeah, the, the cat never finished all the cat food, so I got to finish this before it goes bad. That'll show the cat. That's all right. <laughs> it is. Um, it is uh, tiramisu. Oh, friskies! Nice. <clears throat> Having it partially because I want, and partially because. I'm not 100% sure how much longer it's going to keep. <laughs> so, might as well That'll get this going. That'll waste. Yeah, exactly. Especially tiramisu. I don't, I don't want to throw that shit away. How many times do you guys watch the episodes of Kenobi? Just once, or do you watch it a couple times? Just once. I watched. I actually watched the third, third episode I, I, a second I did. time. So did I. I. I did rewatch the third episode after our show. Oh, did pick up anything new? You said you had some things you wanted to admit. It's the things you wanted to talk about, so go ahead. <laughs> sure, put me on the spot where I can't yeah. remember what any of them are. Oh, and I forgot. I, oh, yeah, I, did. I mean, I think the thing that really stuck out to me going back and watching the third episode again was something like it didn't it didn't really land the first time watching stuff or the first time like watching it through. And this is like incredibly obvious and and in retrospect, but like it didn't really land to me exactly like how broken obi-wan is that they start when the when the show kind of starts oh really yeah like like i kind of thought like yeah it it just it just just hit i don't know it just hit a little bit differently for me Mm. um watching it again because um i think that what the show is doing with his like journey let's call it back to the force or whatever Mm -hmm. oh i like that like it's a little it's not subtle but it's not as like beat you over the head as like other like like a, like a tv show would normally be right um they would make a big deal out of the fact like they would have some big set piece where he finds that he can't use the force or something and right. then they would and have I, some like some conversation about it too right and it wasn't clear to me like it the thing i guess what and what wasn't clear to me like you know he i guess it was in episode two he uses the force to like catch leia when leia, she's falling yeah. um and I I kind of read it at the time as being like a muscle that you just haven't used in a while. And it's clearly like they're clearly playing it up as like a bigger issue than that. That it's not just like he's out of practice, but it's like he actually like doesn't know how to do this anymore and has to like learn it again. And one of the things that I really like about episode four, which spoiler alert is my favorite episode so far. Uh, really? Yeah, it was. I felt like it was a transition episode. We gotta, we gotta talk yeah, about yeah. this. But anyway, finish your thought. Well, I the thing that I liked about it was there. It shows him starting to make that progress back in in a subtle way. Like every yes. time he's going through those corridors and fighting off the stormtroopers, he's getting a little better at it, and he's getting a little more dialed in. And there's even like small moments where you can see him realizing that he's getting better at it. And like he's not perfect by the end, right? Like he's still got a ways to go, but he's clearly progressing the whole time. Um, and getting, you know, more in tune with the force as he kind of goes along, which I thought was really cool. Do you think like, yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way as you originally, that it was like, he was so out of practice, um, over 10 years, he had never had to use the force and he was actively trying to hide obviously. Um, but yeah, like you said, they, they make it as clear as they have made it in this episode that, it's more than that. You know, there's that line that Tala has on the, on the ship when they're going there where he's, she says like, your body's not the only thing that needs to heal when he like 
is trying right. to, like he tries to move the little whatever it is and like it moves like this much or whatever um but i, I find that interesting like obviously the way that that the way that that scene plays their conversation makes it sound like he i guess the way i took it is that he has like severe crippling levels of doubt in himself because of what happened to anakin um oh, he's clear he's clearly really fucked up and i think they kick off when he's in the back to tank and like right. you can just tell like he's like i feel like they hinted to that in episode one two and three maybe it was I, I, obvious to me and not as heavy-handed to you paul well i think i mean i think that's part of it i also think for me i think one of the things of it was like especially releasing the first two parts together like i kind of like I didn't get to sit with them, right? Like I kind of like, and and for me especially, like I ended up watching all three episodes within like four days of each other because like I didn't watch them when they first came out. I yeah, waited a few too. days, so like I didn't get time to like process. So I was just kind of blowing through. Like I was like, hey, I have three hours of Obi Wan Kenobi to watch, you know, and kind of like, <laughs> right. They clumped. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So giving them, uh, which I think is a, is you know a vote in favor, which I think I am clearly on the record of that like these releasing tv shows weekly is you know so much better it's so much better yeah for sure yeah it's weird how that works out right i've been uh, and, and ironically um i've been trying to blow through stranger things this season four uh, and i'm like i find myself enjoying one episode i'll catch the rest tomorrow i'm not binging anymore like i used to yeah yeah i i still don't understand you know taking a detour for a second since you brought it up because that's exactly what i was thinking of i haven't started watching stranger things and i probably won't for a little bit just because everything's out there anyway so it's like what am i i I don't have anything to catch up with i guess and and unlike marvel stuff and obi-wan itself i feel like i can probably dodge spoilers well enough i mean it's all been out for a few weeks and i haven't gotten spoiled about anything so i mean i feel like people aren't talking about it like they used to like right as as somebody who doesn't watch stranger things and like so i don't i'm not trying to dodge or find spoilers i feel like you just haven't seen earlier well yeah like earlier seasons like you it was like for two weeks you couldn't avoid it and then now it's just like oh yeah stranger things season four came out anyway moving on you know kind of a thing right it does it does feel that way a little bit but totally when i do end up watching it like i'm probably gonna watch like after this finishes i'm probably gonna watch miss marvel before i watch um stranger things but like when i do watch stranger things i'm absolutely gonna do one episode at a time and and think a little bit because it's just it's, it's exactly what you said especially for i don't know for most shows maybe not like a show that's like a straight drama and doesn't have any like i don't know mystery elements of any kind that you're trying to figure out what's going on and even this has a little bit of that not like to the level of like stranger things or like wandavision or something like that but like it still has like you know you're figuring out like where's this going like what's the deal with reva exactly like all that kind of stuff and i feel like it's nice so- to let it sit for a little bit it's a weird show though, because I feel like it's a character that's been, it's an important part of my childhood sure. and, and I could tell already right away watching it. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a special show for me. So I'm okay watching it. And then I want to watch the episode again and see if I miss anything as a nugget. And I, I, like, I'm not connected that way to, to stranger things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Sure, sure. I think the interesting thing, one of the, uh, I was thinking about Obi-Wan. I think it is also in a strange way, very well served by coming off the, the heels of the relatively weak Boba Fett show. Um, insofar as like, like it, like I'm like, cause for me anyway, I was thinking about while I was watching it, while I've been watching it, I'm like, ah, I'm, you know, I'm really liking this and this is really good. And it's like, yeah, it's good to have like a good star Wars <laughs> show to watch instead of, you know, having come off one that, you know, 
I at least didn't think was particularly good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I think this show would have been pretty huge anyway because it's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. But like, but I agree that like if if Boba Fett had been like off a piece with like the two Mandalorian seasons, it would have been like, yeah, Star Wars is just riding high on these live action shows. They've all been great. And then like, and now here's Obi-Wan also. Like it wouldn't, you know, it would just right. be like, yep, another one. So this was an interesting episode. I, I texted you guys. I'm like, hey, I watched it. And it's, it's fucking 39 minutes, including credits. I mean, this was, this was a tight, maybe what, 32, 33 minute episode? Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Super quick. What did y'all think about? Oh, I have a question for you. I mean, the, it starts off in the back of the tank, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now we're going to see Anakin and Obi-Wan face-to-face and maybe not Darth Vader. Nope. We're, we're still... <laughs> we still haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Um, was that a flash forward? Was he flashing forward to episode... No. Uh, a New Hope? Was that, was that from the New Hope? Obi-Wan about to get chopped off by... Because he was like envisioning him fighting. I'd have to go back and watch. I, yeah, I, I'd have to go back and watch again. It, it, like again, I just watched it the one time, and every I, I thought it was all straight flashback to um, the recent fight. To the recent fight, and then it was also there were also definitely shots of Anakin in his back to tank, of, of Vader in, in yeah, his back yeah, to yeah, tank at the same time. They were like it was like cross cutting. I don't know yeah, if they were. Like, uh, I don't know if they were showing that like oh like just kind of hammering home the point that it's like, yeah, they're both in the back to tank. Like, you know, it's like a parallel. Of some I, kind. Thought it, I, I thought it would might have been like a la Ray and like that. They were force connecting or whatever. They're yeah, a dyad they or force, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, they were like <laughs> fucking force connecting and they were basically somehow like flash forwarding to what's going to happen and how he's going to kill Alec Guinness. Uh, I, I thought it was. I, again, I only thought once too. I, I thought they were all flashbacks. I, I got the, the the thought of like, you know, they're both in their tanks and they're both like thinking about each other. Like, oh, like fuck, that guy's out there somewhere. You know, Anakin's out there somewhere, and he's like, Obi Wan's out there somewhere. Yeah, and they're and they're I mean, both kind of reflecting on what just happened. It is a fair point, Willie, though, because that is very much a trope that Star Wars uses. The thing of like the two people who are both Force users, like thinking about each other, and actually like you know, it's like that happens in empire it happens in jedi it happens in uh you know in 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 the prequels it happens in rise of skywalker or last jedi or whichever ones that that happens in so yeah yeah. it was interesting so then he pops out of the back of the tank and they're like yo you gotta chill out bro um the first thing he runs into some characters that we see throughout the show and um the first thing i think is like oh that's a fucking poor man's ice cube and turns out that ice cube's real son (laughs) Oh, is it? I didn't look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who I like that actor. He was in a movie called Den of Thieves yeah. with um, Gerard Butler. Um, Gerard Butler? Yeah. Yeah. The guy from 300. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's either Butler or, or Depardieu. One of the two. Right. <laughs> That's right. Aren't too many Gerards out there. Ooh, did we get the right Gerard? <laughs> it would be hard to confuse those two. <laughs> that was a weird fucking scene because he was like, I need your help. And the guy was like, oh, fuck no. I know what happens here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but I need your help. He's like, yeah, I know. My wife was a Jedi and she got killed. But because of that, now I'm in. I, he's, uh, that I, guy, I, that guy I, toe I, turned in like three seconds I, left. I have to say that entire like, I don't know, three minute sequence at the beginning. It was like, this is dumb and I don't like it. Like it was like it, the way that whole part was written. It was like it, that part first. Like it's like like he's like totally like, no, no. And then he's like, oh, like 
like i know exactly oh, first of all the fact that obi-wan says like you have no idea what the empire can do and it's like you don't even know this guy and he's like right. part of the <laughs> path or whatever it's like i'm sure he's dealt with the empire you've been fucking sitting right. on tatooine for 10 years like why would you just say that to someone it's like i know exactly where this is gonna go and then yeah the idea that he's then like i'll help you want my help you got it cut to next scene where he's very reluctant to help again like right. next scene where they're talking about the inquisitor fortress and he's like that's suicide and it's like i thought you just said you were gonna help <laughs> like you're not you're not like you, like i have no idea how you're helping here like you've just that you've agreed to talk to him like like that whole thing was so weird yeah it was strange that, i mean that was that was i agree that was like the weak part of the episode yes. which the setup was weird and the thing that's weird about like this period for star wars in general is i feel like there's like five different versions of the start of the, re- the of the rebellion and i guess I guess the notion is that they, they all get kind of pulled together. Um, They're like different, a confederation of a bunch of different. Or or like there's, yeah, yeah, or there's like different groups that have like parallel track the same idea. And it's like, hey, we both want to do the same thing. Why don't we, you know, both overturn the empire together? It's like, that's a great idea. Because um, there's like, because there is, right? Like there's, um, there's like other people doing other things that aren't related to the path that are like rebellion yeah. related. And yeah. there's and they talked to this little group of people who was like, you know, we're not soldiers or anything. Um, I don't know. It, 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 the whole thing was weird. It was weird. And, and the thing and, and I, f- I guess they needed to do it to set up the end. Right. Because they need the snow speeders to come in at the end and kind of save the day. And save them. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, why would they do that? Like, <laughs> right. Um, but it, it was clunky and, and yeah, and felt weird. Yeah. There's a couple of things I can pick apart. And I actually, remarkably enough, now that I know we're doing these these every week, I, I've, I've taken copious notes as the episode's going. I want to know why why this was your favorite, Paul, because I because I, I could just spend. I, to me, a lot of things happen to drive the plot forward. Hopefully, for episode five and six, I felt like three ended in a cliffhanger. I was expecting a banger because of the cliffhanger, and I felt like this was just like, all right, we're gonna this is a transition episode to get the five and six, but so I'm curious why this was your favorite. Well, so I feel like this was, this was the show on an upswing now, right? Like the first three shows were like the downswing of the show and like, yeah, I know everybody likes empire. It's such a, you know, it's such a downer and, and like, it's, you know, it, and, and like, it's the bleak and like the dark one. And it's like, you know what? I like Return of the Jedi. I like when the good guys like bounce back and um, <laughs> to you be know, fair, come. I, I like Empire, and it's not because it's bleak. It's because it's the best made movie of the three. Fair, um, <laughs> but people do say that, right? People yes. uh, and like and and notably, I like notably this one, Dante, because <laughs> um, it does like it does it does show like Obi Wan on the upswing now, right? Like yeah. there's only two more episodes. Like he's got to turn the corner, um, unless they're planning on making a whole bunch more seasons of this um and and start coming around and i liked and i really liked i like seeing that right i liked seeing him being um you know proactive instead of reactive the whole time and you know starting to get his you know his force mojo back a little bit um you know you know what you know what had its mojo in this episode obi-wan's fucking hair when he was swimming what a great head of hair that guy has <laughs> I was like, I think this scene is here just to show what luscious locks that man has in the water. I thought it was ballsy of him just to be swimming in the water. But it's like, this is a fucking marine planet. Like, what the fuck is down there? That's going to like... like <laughs> they even showed that weird thing for... stuck to, like, yeah. the Yeah, that weird the thing with all the or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Did he have that, like, 
fake scuba thing. I think he had that fake yeah, scuba thing. Yeah, he had another the, one. He had the Jedi scuba tank. I, I think we did that to just call back that. No, probably. I would. I mean, I, I would the, think so. Yeah. Did he carry that? Did he have that with him the whole time, or did he pick that up on the show? Like, seems like a. Uh, you never know when this will come in handy. Yeah. Just put it in his pocket, like a like a mouth guard, you know, ready ready for a fight. Um, there was a lot not to like in this episode for me. I did not like the interrogation scene between Riva and Leia. I thought it was wooden on all accounts. It was really dry and. I don't think it was a script this time. I watched it two times, and I think Nishanite's weird. We we disagreed on which character we which actor we thought didn't do such a good job here, and I, I thought they were both kind of shitty in that scene. I I agree with you actually. the The way I would characterize how I felt, like I kind of agree with both of you about this episode. In that, I think I really like how Obi Wan is in this episode during like the rescue. Um, for exactly what you said, Paul. It's like it's just nice to not see him just being beat down. Like you're watching the show because you're like, Obi-Wan, it's like, oh, it's great. And it's nice to actually see him start to actually be Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Um, it's, it's just great. But I don't like most of the rest of the episode in, in all, the, all that much. And, and I feel like I agree with you, Willie. I, I kind of thought like the idea of that interrogation was fine. Like you kind of knew where it was going. But like, yeah, it, it felt like there were parts of that scene that felt like it's like, is George Lucas directing this again or something? <laughs> like it had that feel of like, this holds a beat too long. Like if like, like a couple of the line readings felt very forced in that, like attack of the clonesy kind of way. Like, yeah. I mean, I thought, I actually thought that the, the actor playing Leah does a pretty good job in this, especially like when the, the, the one part that I particularly liked is what, like when she's getting, you know, force mind red or whatever they call that thing and she's trying to play it off casual and says like are we having a staring contest but you can like tell she's also like straining and and uncomfortable um and it, and i thought that was actually you know for a little kid that's actually a, like a pretty subtle thing to play um and i thought she she did a pretty good job the the main thing though that came across to me of like well there is clearly like no redemption for uh reva for for Riva now, yeah. right? Like yeah. she was, Agreed. she's willing to like torture a kid. Like she, there, there's, there's, she's, she's not going to turn around and come back now. She's no, no, just I, a I, bad guy. Yeah, I agree. And we we were kind of worried about that with the first three episodes in terms of like, is that what what's going to happen here a little bit? And it's like, no, that's definitely not going to yeah, happen no, at this point. No turn, no toe turn on that one. No, 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 no. Definitely. The other thing, the other, I guess, chief complaint I had about the episode, because there's it's a lot of action, so 30 minutes, and I'd say there's not not a lot of dialogue, right. is that um, that whole, the, the crux of the episode is Obi-Wan breaking into Darth's lair or whatever, and I feel like it's supposed to be very, very, very tense, and it's always kind of coming back and forth between Obi-Wan and, what's her name? Tala? Tala. Um, and Tala's scenes were not super tense and Obi-Wan's were, but it, like, it would like take you out of the, it, it took me out of the moment. Like there, Tala's scenes felt forced and then Obi-Wan's were good and then it was forced and then good. And it was, it was hard to feel the tension rising or get pulled out, pulled out of it quite a bit. I have, I have a quick random question. Um, so there's that point where he's hiding, um, in like behind I don't in know, the girders or whatever yeah, in the girders and Tala has gone away because she's like basically taking care of that other officer 
who like calls yeah. her out and then he, she comes back and she like calls him mm-hmm. like did he is 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 that supposed to be that he just forgot like in his obi-wan is still tr- like getting his is uh getting his bearings like did he forget to turn that off or do those things not have an off switch no <laughs> i like, always yeah. see these things of like someone talking and there's just like a voice coming out and it's like come on guy like with all this technology can you not turn those things on and off like, what are you talking about? They 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 mentioned that. <laughs> now I'm going to show my deep knowledge of the classic fair trilogy. There's like there's a line where where um, the droids are looking for everybody, and he's like, and and C-3PO is like trying to get R two to yeah. scan for him. And he's like, and he's like, use the comm link. He's like, oh, I forgot. I turned it off. Oh um, yeah, that's right. And then turns it yeah, on. Right. And it's like, are you there? And they're like, yeah, oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I think so, I think so I guess he just forgets. Yeah, I mean, he's getting old. He doesn't really know how technology works anymore. Like, if you just you forgot to hit the mute button. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking walkie-talkie, buddy. Just hit, hit the on button, hit the off button. Yeah. Fair enough. I was I, I was wondering about that. I was like, why would that? Why would that even? All be right. On? So so who 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 are the people down in the fucking not back to tanks, but like in the amber dead people? Yeah, whatever that they're, was. They're you know, Jedi and they're force sensitive people. Yeah. They're they're dead, and these are trophies. Are they? Well, I think alive? that's not clear. Like, I don't know if they're carbonated or if, if yeah, or if they're dead. It's it's totally not clear. And I, my guess is we won't find out. But my impression is they were like trophies, and they were just dead meat. It's totally possible. Yeah, definitely possible. Or, uh, see, or that are they been the going place. to be used for some thing? For something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe they get turned over into dark force inquisitors. Something. Yeah. I don't know if they're alive. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, if I, they're alive. Yeah. He seems to think they're dead, right? He says it's a tomb. Yeah. But who knows? This is definitely of all the, and we've watched a lot of Star Wars. This might have been the poorest aim on star, Stormtroopers we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's a low bar to get under. Um, I'm just, I mean, they weren't even fucking close. I don't know, he def- it was like he- there was like eight hundred of them, and him with a lightsaber with a fucking kid. They could have picked somebody off, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know, you mentioned that, and you mentioned like there's a decent amount of action, but I feel like this was the kind of action I like because I do feel like the action told the story in this in this episode. Um, sure. And and that part I, I like that. that it wasn't just like mindless like mowing down of people for the sake of like we need to have like 10 minutes of lightsaberness in this episode um one other thing i liked um in this episode even though like i said i was not a fan of the interrogation scene generally um i do like that they make a little more explicit like where reva is maybe coming from like they tie in they tie in the line that obi-wan had in episode three uh the Sorry, the third episode of the, of Obi Wan is what I mean by that. <laughs> part three, um, they call it, they call yeah. it parts. Which yeah, is weird, sorry, but... sorry, part. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, they do. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. yeah that's yeah. good. That that'll yeah. help. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so in part three, he has that line when they're when they're on Zach Braff's thing. Um, <laughs> saying, <His truck>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> Zach Braff. <laughs> Please, Merrick or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mole rat. Um, his uh he he has that line about you know i you know they take i I forget what he says but like i only have like vague memories of my parents and like there's a baby i might have had a brother and all that and then you know they tie that in obviously to the fact that it's like yeah that's part of what she's like very bitter about like obviously because she makes that line about like they took everything away from me 
or yeah, I, I forget exactly what she says, but that's the gist of it. Yeah, they took her robot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah the droid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's what she says. Did she reprogram that droid, or was that droid always a tracker? No, she reprogrammed, she reprogrammed it, it. I think, which is why I think she was like messing with it that that whole time that she was talking. This was which explains fuck. how they pulled off Obi Wan and, and Leia in a trench coat walking through the hangar at the end. If like, <laughs> if it was like all low key a plan to let them get away, which I don't actually think it was. I think this I was her. Either. Like she, yeah. I, I thought that was her like backup plan in case she beefed it, and right. sure enough, she beefed it. Like, yeah, yeah. Did either? Of, I haven't read any of the you know follow up articles or you know internet chattering about it did any of you guys catch this was the first time leia got hit with an i know no oh I mean, remember right. what was when the she line? Said, he, he, when, when he frees her and she says i didn't tell them anything and, and obi-wan goes i know yeah I, I, I didn't pick up on that i was like oh look at that that line just works even on even on little leia so let me t- i there, there's one more thing i liked in this episode and then there's something that i was rethinking about episode four and here I really mean episode four, um, <laughs> a, a new hope. Um, so one other thing I liked in this episode is I was very prepared for Tala to bite the dust at the end to like actually sacrifice herself and like be oh, killed yeah, by Reba. And I'm happy she didn't because I like her as a character. I feel like she just she's a good character and she like meaning she's a good a good guy who just kind of seems like she knows what she's doing and isn't like super flashy mm-hmm. about it. It's like I like people like that, like. Although I did wonder, like, what her plan for a distraction, like, that seemed that seemed wild weak. and out of left. Yeah, right. but, yeah, it, but it was, it was but it was enough. It was you know. I mean, as it much worked, as it needed. Right? But, yeah, yeah. But she clearly was really going to kind of sacrifice herself because I don't. I mean, maybe she thought that would work. I don't know, but like, it was pretty maybe. clear it wasn't going to. I did. We did. We should talk. Like, the the coolest. We've talked about the worst parts of the show. I think we can agree that the coolest part of the episode, or I hope, is. Obi Wan in the like the torture chamber with the lights out, like taking out oh, the stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was so super, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah very, yeah. very, very cool. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's one I'm of those. Curious how they did that. If that's done in post, or if that's like they give him just like a fucking LED light or whatever. I don't know, but, it's but it's really, really well done cinematography. Yeah, it's so seamless. Like, like the, it looked like he had a lightsaber, and that's like yeah. it looked amazing. Oh, so cool! Yeah. So like Obi Wan Kenobi, the show is much better in my opinion than the phantom menace or attack of the clones but yeah but but phantom menace and attack of the clones like i remember thinking about those two movies like with phantom menace it was like you know i didn't like most of this movie i think it's a pretty shitty movie but that last lightsaber duel is pretty fucking awesome like i'll take that like that's pretty good and -hmm. like attack of the clones i kind of felt the same way with the the dooku yoda fight at the end or at least parts of it um and I feel like with this show, there's like part of me that it's like, this is a good show, but it's like just seeing Obi-Wan with a blue lightsaber and it like kind of lighting up his face, like that blue light lighting up his face, like in both of the last two episodes, it's like, that's, that's like the best, like just seeing that. Oh, yeah, it's just great. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And it looks I mean, so that's... fucking blue. And it, it's just, it's so vibrant, that color. It's great. Yeah. What the fuck? Dumb question. Yes. We're in Darth Vader's house, right? No. No, this is the Inquisitor's whatever castle. It is. Oh. castle. We're not yeah. the whole time I'm thinking like, 
Where the fuck is Darth Vader? We're in his fucking house. No, they're not. Yeah. His house is well, on his, his house is on Mustafar, and they said and this, this is like a moon of Mustafar. A water moon. Or it's like, yeah. yeah, it's it's in it's in the Mustafar system. So I'm like, why is Obi Wan able to steal his right. fucking cookies, and he's not just like, oh hello, what are you doing here? No, I mean Vader's not going to have that shit going on in his house. Like but he's, he's not going to have. He, he was bad. close by, which is why he was. Pretty yeah, much but there he's not going to keep. He's not going to keep like the Jedi in his in his root cellar. Like he's, you know. Why not? Well, he's he's got he needs like, his he's, space. He needs yeah, his, he needs he's, his he's been time. pickling pickling things. He's got jars and stuff down there. <laughs> oh, you know, Darth. He needs his me time. Yeah. He's got to be in the tank all the time. <laughs> he goes down there and watches History Channel. I think to me, I mean, regardless of whose fucking house and whatever, like I think this is why I viewed it as a transition episode. Was like. For me, episode three, having that lightsaber scene, I was like, part oh, my three. God, this is <laughs> part three was um, such a Star Wars boner moment for me. And yeah. to then not not build on that and have another or more Darth Obi-Wan scenes. I'm like, OK, well, I will assume we will get back to that. We yeah, will I mean, in five and yeah. six. Well, yeah. No, but it's like I, I mean, it's like we said, like he's got to get these grooves back and then he can face Darth Vader again. Right. No, no Qui-Gon. I thought for sure Qui-Gon was yeah, coming. I, and, I thought you're right. And, but I mean, there was no real there was no, no opportunity. No right, punch yeah. in the beef in this. He has you know. to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we agree. Like we kind of talked about this, I think, when we talked about the first three episodes, punch in the beef. But, um, <laughs> it's my favorite thing coming out of this entire this. podcast series. Is Paul describing Obi-Wan as punching punch the beef like Rafi Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he has to he has to fight Darth Vader and he has to beat Darth Vader. And so, I mean, obviously, he's not going to cut off his limbs again but like he has to he has I mean, to beat darth vader. He, he has to best darth vader in some way yeah. for yeah. the lot for the master pupil line to make sense in a new hope but, i mean because for record, right now like darth vader totally kicked the shit out of him the last time would they it be the right worst now. thing if this show ended with anakin uh, sorry with uh obi-wan chopping off all the same limbs <laughs> i mean they're way <laughs> they're way easier to replace now they can right. just pop them back on like a vending machine yeah, that's a good boy <laughs> Um, Son of a bitch! He got my legs and arms again. So, so, so this is a minor. I have thing, extras in the car. It's a flesh wound. It's, not, it's a metal wound. <laughs> so the um, the New Hope thing I wanted to talk about really quickly. Um, and Paul, you can maybe correct since you obviously have more a New Hope knowledge in your head yeah. than I do. Um, okay, so we agreed. Like so, last. The, the last time we talked about Obi-Wan, I kind of mentioned that it's like, oh, it makes sense a little more that she like knows the name Ben Kenobi when he when he comes in and says I'm with when Luke comes in and says I'm with Ben Kenobi. But like now I'm thinking like, OK, they didn't just know each other like this is a major fucking deal. She's definitely old enough to remember all this. She's not like three years old here. Right. And like she's kidnapped. She's with the Inquisitors. She's calling out for him to save her. He comes and saves her like this. He's now like kind of a pretty major person in her life even if she never sees him again like she will never forget all this shit and so it can, feels I a yes, can i say can i say yes and to that niche sure. is that there's the my favorite moment of the whole episode is the very end they hold hands and you can tell there is a tremendous amount of affection between ben and leia mm -hmm. also ben and anakin but in that's my favorite part is when like she like grabs his hand and they're holding hands in the end so yeah. yes and to your point yeah. like there's there's no way she's forgetting who he is. So I so mean, my thing. So, so my thing that I remember, if I remember correctly, which I may not yeah. at the end. Well, not the end, but like in A New Hope, when they're escaping and they see 
Obi-Wan and Vader fighting. And Obi-Wan, you know, gives himself up and, you know, Luke screams and all that. They escape. They're on the Millennium Falcon. After they escape, right, in the Millennium Falcon, there is a scene either on the Falcon or in the Rebel base, right, where, like, Luke is, like, upset and Leia yep. is, like, consoling him, right? Put the blanket on him, yep, in yeah. the Falcon, yeah. Wouldn't Leia be fucking upset? Like, she, like, actually had more time with Obi-Wan, quite honestly, probably, than Luke did in a way. You know, unless I know they had time on the ship or whatever, but, like... So part of me thinks that, um, like, that's why I thought in the previous, you know, part three, that maybe this, like, Leia will actually, like, exit the series here, and it will end up being, like, a weird couple of days or whatever. Right, that it was just, like, a little thing. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But now I'm kind of leading towards like he may have to like Jedi mind wiper for her. Like it may be like I need people to forget about me for their own good Maybe. kind of scenario. Like, yeah. And, and and yeah, if that happens at the end of the show, then yeah, sure. Then then it's fine. But because like maybe, we also, maybe he has to be a maybe he's a dick bag to her at the end of episode six. Yeah. <laughs> but we I mean we also have to get to her. Like, I'm with Ben Kenobi. Oh, I have complicated feelings about Ben Kenobi. <laughs> um, I mean, we also have to get to a point where, like, he is believably able to hide on Tatooine again for, like, another nine years, right? Like, I know. I, yeah. I can't wrap my head around how that happens. Right. Right. So they have to do that somehow. Um, so I, I, I'm very curious how they're going to do that. In two um, episodes. In two. Well, yeah, I... I I don't know. I kind of think they're going to make more of these. I don't. I, I kind of don't think we're going to be six up, six parts and out on this yeah, show. But I guess maybe, we'll see. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, so two things I wanted to mention. One was um, something I didn't realize, but like um, the Grand Inquisitor actually, who you know, essentially gets killed at the end of part two. Yeah, shows up in a series that takes place after this one does. Yeah, he's not dead. So he's not dead. Huh. So or. I'm wondering or, if he's going to show up again in this. In this show, I forgot to mention when we talked before, um, and I feel like you'll uh, appreciate this, Willie. At least, but you know who plays the Grand Inquisitor, right? Not Rupert Friend. It's Rupert Friend, uh, who you'll know as Quinn from Homeland. What? I saw Homeland. Uh, I know who he is too. Oh, I feel like <laughs> Willie and I were the people who always talked about Homeland. I, yeah. I I did not watch it while it was on. I, I watched it later. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, he's Quinn from Homeland. Both of you guys, but I figured Paul might know that anyway. I like him quite a yeah. lot. Yeah, which it feels like a very different pretty, role for him. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like a pretty big casting thing for someone who's going to get like who survives like an episode and a half of a TV show and has like and, ten and, lines and you don't see very much. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I would be very happy if he is back. Because yeah, I, I, I felt like that was a bit of a waste, as I mentioned before. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention was after watching this, the other thing that I did was I went back and watched like the last 10 minutes of Rogue One to see like the oh, Darth Vader cool. you know, badass scene. Yeah. And what I hadn't realized um, until watching this is like when they made Rogue One, like they basically used James Earl Jones's regular voice. And in this one, they're doing something to it. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, it sounds just like classic Darth Vader. And in Rogue One, it sounds like an old man reading. I mean, whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, he was in his 80s at the time. Like, he's yeah. old. He doesn't but, have that many lines in Rogue One, right? No, that, not that many. But, yeah. like, at the end, he does have a few. And you're like, yeah. ooh, he, he does, does not sound good at all. Yeah. Um, and whatever they're doing, I mean, I mean, it helps. That it's like it was always a somewhat processed voice. But, like, man, they've really nailed his voice 
in this show like it sounds just like darth vader and i'll and i'll uh he's still alive right yeah, yeah but he's, he's, he's 90 and he's years doing, old yeah he's doing the line readings but they're obviously doing something to his voice like he's or got like punch it up or something like that like it's like like it's like they're taking his his line reading but then like i wonder if they have like it they've been able to like digitize like like the old like James Earl Jones voice kind of somehow or something. You, you know I mean, what I mean? It's what like, they did for like Luke in, in, um, right. That's fair. Book of Boba Fett. Like same yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. same kind of thing. It just, because it's not a natural speaking voice, it's a processed mechanical voice anyway. Sure. Like, I feel like whatever affects you on the better where, where, yeah. where the Luke one was weird. Um, exactly. And you yeah. don't see his mouth moving either, which also helps like helps hide a lot, a lot of things. Yeah yeah. 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 It definitely helps a lot. Um, similar to what, I said about part three when we talked about that, like, again, his lines in part four fit very well for like this, like still kind of like old Anakin, like not yet, the, not yet the Vader that he'll be later on, like where it's like he's very angry. And again, like I like as he was talking, at, you know, when you see him in that one scene at the end, I thought about like Hayden Christensen, like saying these lines, like, you know, like the Anakin, we know, from the prequels. And it's like, yeah, this works pretty well. I feel like that. I feel like I totally hear him saying all these lines i mean i know we talked about this last episode but jesus like there's only two left right yep it's hayden christian just walking around in a fucking suit in the back of the tank this whole fucking season it's possible it might be i mean yeah i mean the only like i guess there was always a question like like thinking i mean it's hard now because now we've seen what the show is but how did we think how, how did you guys think that hayden christensen would be used lots of flashbacks lots of you know i was thinking like quite different i mean i mean you've seen hayden christensen and all the press for this right like yeah. it's like i mean he's old <laughs> yeah, exactly like us like, yeah and, um, and, and and old in a way that it's like ewan mcgregor is obviously just as old like just as much time has passed for him as for hayden christensen I thought it'd be but he looks much more similar or like forced communication yeah i thought right. it was going to be like 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 visions of like you know him like like an projecting, older hayden christensen yeah but like, like projecting himself or something or like or yeah or obi-wan imagined conversation seeing him like the way he imagined seeing him and stuff like that that's right that's, that's what i thought what i be. thought somehow would be maybe we'll still get something still happen, like that. i guess yeah yeah i kind of don't think we're gonna get like any i, I don't think we're gonna get any more appreciable Hayden Christensen than we've gotten, which is to say like the back, back to tank. tank shots and like him walking around in the suit, I think is what we're going to get. That's surprising. Yeah. Cause there's been, there been interviews where he's like, I'd be willing to do to reprise the character even more. And I would be like, uh, well, maybe, maybe that's why he says it. <laughs> he's like, so like I got like tons of makeup done to like be in a back to tank for a little bit and be floating around. And then I, and then I walk around in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, David, he, he, he called up Pedro it. Pascal and he's like, what's it like to be in a suit all the time? And he's like, dude, it's super easy. He's like, awesome. I'm down. Let's he's like, it's only me in the suit half the time. And then I just record some voice over, which he doesn't even have to do. Pedro Pascal is actually vo voice acting. We've heard nothing from him. True. But we do know Hayden Christensen is in the suit a lot where apparently in season one, Pedro Pascal was not in the suit very much. Uh, right. More so for season oh. two. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I uh, heard. I, I heard like a decent chunk of the scenes in season one where it's the suit is like a double. Yeah. Yeah. But season two is like you said, is different. It's mostly him. But I, I, I do hope I, I really do hope that there's I, I don't know, where, like depending on how they end, I don't know if they could reasonably do more. But I mean, this was like the show or the movie or, you know, whatever. This is what people wanted. Right. They wanted yep. more Obi-Wan. 
and it's like pretty for the most part like delivering and you know i would love to see more of it well you will i mean beyond the <laughs> next two more episodes, episodes. <laughs> you got two more episodes buddy i mean or you could stop watching but you can do you think they'll have another season paul says either will i think they yeah i think they will all right, so we got to have some predictions then. What happens next week? No cliffhanger, right? They get away, and um, unfortunately, well, the cliffhanger is just um, that they're being tracked, I guess, and 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 yeah, right. and the reveal that the tracker is Lola, and um, our poor guy Wade. You know, he gets he R.I.P. Wade. Yeah, later. Wade. It, it it hit me hard, you know, because they developed Wade so much, and I was just thinking about like, man. Like his kids and like all that stuff we find yeah. out about his mom, you know, and yep. right. and the friendship that he has with Sully. Like it really, you know, with Sully's face there. Like you know, uh, all right, that one and, flight that he took yeah. where he drank ninety seven beers. That's right. Slash sarcasm. <laughs> That's right. Um, no Wade Box jokes here in this house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's my side, sidebar. It's my favorite episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where they do the Wade Boggs challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my prediction, by the way, is that the Empire shows up and like the path is pretty much obliterated, and it's going to be like I, I don't know how it's going to end. Like I don't know how they're going to set up the last episode, but I think you know maybe they go find the other rebellion. I, I don't know what they do, but like they're going to have to. I mean, how do they work themselves out of? Well, I, I actually I have some other Star Wars questions, Star Wars lore questions. But how do they work themselves out of the fact that they know now that Leia is a fast path back to Obi Wan? Where the fuck are they going to plunk her, <laughs> and how is he going to get back to Tatooine? Part of me is starting to think that maybe the series ends with Obi Wan faking his death. And like the Empire just believes that he's dead. And, and so therefore they're not looking for him anymore. I mean, that would make sense, right? Because like the mania kind of that, I mean, you don't really see it here, but it's obvious that Vader has an obsession with finding Obi-Wan, right? And which, obviously all that makes, matters. which obviously makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the fact that, yeah, when, when we open up in A New Hope, like that's definitely not happening anymore. And like, you know, the, <laughs> you can't say it, but just over the hill, there's a huge pile of Inquisitor bodies that he's just been like just dispatching over the, over the years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, that's actually not a bad bet. I mean, it, whether it's in this season or not, it seems like he has to fake his death. And then that would make sense as to why um, Leia could maybe just go back to Alderaan. Right. Which we know she does. Right. Right. right exactly. Um, right. Star Wars lore question. When I just don't remember when. Darth Vader figures out Luke has a sister. Not until he, he doesn't he doesn't Not, say anything until their final fight in uh in Return of the Jedi, right? When he says Yeah, and I sister. and I think that's when he realizes it because yeah. like the way they play it is like, oh, you have a you have a you have you know, a sister. Sister, yeah. you have a twin sister. Yeah. And he says, Obi-Wan was wise to hide her from me. Right. Okay. Um, so there, there's no chance during the series Darth figures out like, oh, that's my kid, and I'm just going to send her away to safety because I don't want to kill my daughter. I mean, he doesn't no. even know he has kids. Yeah. Right? That's the, like that in back in actual episode three, they, you know, the kids are born in secret. And then when they have Amidala's uh, funeral, when they have when they have Padme's funeral, they like 
have her be pregnant. I don't know whether they put, put some styrofoam in there or something. But like she definitely like when they're carrying her, you know, the procession, she's pregnant there to make styrofoam. it look like she never did. It's gotta be styrofoam. <laughs> well, fortunately I just got a new television so I can yeah. fill this. <laughs> I don't know why they picked me to do this. I'm not even a mortician, but here we go. It's a plasma. That shit was heavy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, the fact that that Leia fought, um, kind of was fought back, sort of against Reva when she's like mind probing her or whatever. Um. How does nobody pick up she's force sensitive? Then? That's what I was going to say. Can you do that if you're not force sensitive? Like, it, like I, I don't know what the lore says on this. Like, is that a thing where it's like, oh, like just if you're pure of heart, you could do something like that a little bit. Like, like meaning like just offer resistance. Because well, it's like if Reva. To a certain extent, you can. Right. I mean, Poe does it in episode seven a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But like, it's yeah. also it's not like. It's not like Revo was working on her for hours and hours and hours and hours and no, but you know, and, but and she maybe says if they had strong, like like right. it's, it's interesting that she, she wouldn't considering that she is someone whose entire reason for being in terms of like her job is to find force sensitive people. And well, and, I also think it's possible that she knows and it doesn't really care that much or gets off before she can like tell anybody. Maybe. That like this is like another like card she's keeping in her back pocket, you know, for for some reason, and then you know she's right. gonna if, like if it, if it becomes something that she needs to play. Right. She definitely they they have made her. I think um, one thing I think they've done well with their character is it's like that feels very much like who she is. Like like they've like, yeah. like the person who's kind of always trying to have you know filing stuff away for later, having something in her back pocket because it's like because we've already seen her play like that kind of card at least at least twice in the series like the thing where it's like oh but like you can't you can't kill me yet because i did this right and and yeah so she, so she, maybe she knows it but won't tell anyone and then in part six when the grand inquisitor pops back up to offer like that'll you know she won't tell anyone yeah okay i could see that so you think um so you think in the next episode I forget exactly what you said, Paul. So you think in this next episode, the path gets obliterated? I kind of do. Yeah. Like those, Before, those guys. And then look, episode six is like kind of a follow on from that and kind of, sorry, part six is an, is a follow on from that. Yeah. It's, it, and it's, you know, it's right. Like the, in, 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 in a nineties movie, like part five would end with like Obi-Wan being like, all right, like we have to end this once and for all or whatever. Like, you know, and like, and they do their daring, stupid plan that works. It's payback time. That's right. <laughs> the, these next two episodes. It's time to get the high ground. <laughs> time to punch some beef. <laughs> gonna, Bring have to me be, my beef. <laughs> they're gonna have to be at least an hour each. They're gonna have to be longer. I mean, it would not surprise me if the if part six is like ninety minutes long either. Oh, I hope so. I'm I, even yeah, even awesome know, I've been pretty. I've been see it happening. Pretty it would be great. Yeah. I've been pretty harsh on well, part four. I fucking still love every second of it. Like I'm, I'm loving this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really liking it. Um, I do kind of wish they. 
I wish they hadn't released parts one and two together. I wish they had like spaced those out too. I agree. Considering they're only six, six parts. Like it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. they're not that much. And yeah, I, I, I would have preferred. How fucking awesome would it be if they released episode six, left it on a cliffhanger. And the next week they were just like, just kidding. There's a seventh. <laughs> I mean, that's not happening, but that would be awesome. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. It would. <laughs> There's 14 more episodes. This is a full just season, baby. We just kept kidding. filming. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best. I mean, they kept gro- they ke- they kept fucking Grogu a secret all the way until the first episode came out. That's true. I mean, they the, they kept Leah a secret and uh, in, yep. in this one. So how come you how come you keep calling her Leah? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A couple times anyway. I don't, I don't know if you totally. Yeah. Um, no reason. I just... <laughs> Fair enough. I'm old and I like... get confused. Okay, okay, Ben. I mean, Obi-Wan. Somebody, they, they in some of the, in, in episode four, there's, there's people who screw it up and, and, and some people call her. Leah and some people call her Leia. I'm trying to remember. Oh, really? Yeah. Very clearly. You've got a sharp recollection for episode four. I have seen episode four probably four dozen times. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I think I've told this story before, but um, my parents taped it off of TV, um, like in 1981 or something. And and I I wore that tape out to where, like, it didn't work anymore. That's Um, Superman 2 for me, baby. See? Oh, yeah. The Donner cut? Um, I don't think it was the Donner cut. I honestly can't remember now. So it was. So no joke. I think I think episode four is the movie I've seen the most number of times in my life. Of any movie. Of any movie. What, what, what would you guys say for you was the movie you've seen the most number of times? Uh, it's easy. Braveheart. Braveheart. Really? Huh? A movie that came out yeah. when you were like 16 <laughs> i worked at a video store every time i every fair day enough. i came fair in enough. i put it on fair enough like a hundred yeah. times a very customer friendly movie to have it's on in the back of yeah. me I had, to, I had to pause it a lot <laughs> it's weird to think um my mine is the muppet movie another movie that i had on vhs when i was a kid and just watched the ever-loving shit out of really yeah um huh. two two vhs's for braveheart it took me you know i couldn't wear it out <laughs> that's right um it is. It's interesting to me with some of these movies. Like Braveheart's a good example where it's like I haven't watched Braveheart in years and years. But like mm-hmm. I see clips every once in a while, like it's on TV, like or something, or like something else. I see a clip and it's like I remember it so well. And there are lots of yeah. other movies like that that I think to myself, it's like you know I didn't watch it. Like I haven't watched it for like fifteen years or whatever. But I must have watched it a whole bunch of times to remember it this well after all this time. Mm-hmm not only that but like i can't remember the last time i watched it now it's been a decade since i've watched it but it'll come on i'll know every yeah. line wow that's that's surprising like, i think i've seen braveheart twice maybe oh yeah i mean i liked it but uh, you know it was the first Sweet time idiot. i saw braveheart i don't remember if either of you were in this bus to toronto yes bus to toronto Same. <laughs> Same. exactly so Two things. One, we saw on the bus in Toronto. Two, what the fuck were they doing showing us that movie in, on a high school fucking choir trip? I don't know. What were they doing? I mean, it certainly chewed up most of the bus trip. Oh, yeah, it did. 
but yeah, I had, I had, and what a weird like way to see that movie for the first time, a fucking TV, like this big, like on the ceiling of the bus or whatever. So weird. That was definitely the first time I saw it too. Just exactly the way that the director intended. Yep. Who was that director? Definitely not racist. No, no, definitely not. 